Welcome to the Movie Movie Podcast, everybody. <laughs> Episode number 31. Whoa. Um, and whoa. our first official episode of the new year, talking about some new movies that we got coming up. But first up, let's talk about who we got with us here. First, Russ. I'm back. <laughs> and I'm pretty okay. I'm not better than ever. <laughs> Next up, a man you all know and love as Alex. I just want to take you to bed. And finally, we have the uh, Hollywood Foreign Pete. Uh, welcome, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so we got a couple movies to talk about today. Well, first up, though, we're going to talk about uh, The Last Stand. So can we get a rust down? Yes, we can, because oh. I'm pulling it up. This is our first, it up our first right rust down of, uh, of the new year. It's yeah. exciting. Yeah. It's a Schwarzenegger I love, flick. I love the... Um, the stalling for time rust down music. I know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just made that up, but uh, I have it now, and we're ready to go. Awesome. All right. All right. The Last Stand, directed by, and I'm sorry if I'm butchering. Oh, wait, it's Ji Woon. Ji Woon Kim. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> you butchered the leader, it. The leader of a drug cartel busts <laughs> out of a courthouse and speeds to the Mexican border where the only thing in his path is a sheriff and his inexperienced staff. Ooh. Accurate. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay, so before everybody talks about this movie, I'm going to make it clear. I've had every opportunity to see this film, <laughs> and I haven't. Yep. Which I just is, don't want to. I didn't, I didn't expect that. I, I thought you would actually kind of be into it. Yeah. I, one would think, believe it or not, I have principles. I really want to see Bullet what? to the Head, but I really don't want to see The Last Stand. Was really? It, was it a Schwarzenegger thing? No, I hate Schwarzenegger. and I, I mean, I hate <laughs> Stallone and love Schwarzenegger. Huh. I think it's just the axe fight and Bullet to the Head. And I think that's just selling me more. There's nothing in The Last Stand that really stands out. Uh, now, this is the director of I Saw the Devil and The Good, the Bad, and the Weird. Um, yes. So I heard the I heard I saw the devil was awesome. Um, I've not seen that, but it, it definitely had me interested to see. I think this is his first English language movie. Yes, yes. And this is like Arnold's, Arnie's much touted return to being a you know a leading man. Yeah, I guess yeah. you could say. But like this movie looked dumb, and it was dumb. Oh yeah, but. It ended up being dumb in a good way. It was dumb Damn in it. all the right ways. Dumb in yeah. all yeah. the right ways. I was really hoping you guys would shit on it. No. Oh, dude. You know what? It, 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 it had all the makings for something like a movie that took itself way too seriously. And, I, you know, as Alex said, like something about the director um, just made it like not quite over the top, but like dancing along that line in a really fun way. Yeah. Hmm. It like it would have moments that like would get really brutal all of a sudden, but then would also be really funny. Yeah. Like, um, what was it when when one guy was like, God, like tackled off a building and yes. like shot while it was happening. Like so, it was oh awesome. God, so Schwarzenegger jumps uh, like jumps out the window with this guy, and like as he jumps out the window, puts the bullet through his head. You see the explosion right through the head. And then he like falls into like the shop where this little old lady is just like hanging out. 
Yeah. Yeah, and then the little old lady shoots the guy. <laughs> yeah. And it's awesome. Yeah, she, oh, that was... And, and like, the, the, the villain in this is, like, the, the scheme they have is something out of, like, a G.I. Joe episode. Uh, yeah, 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 you're right. Yeah, it's like they're building a bridge like out of it just in between uh, like Texas and Mexico, right? Yeah, it's like a tactical army bridge that like they're constructing and um this guy escaped with like uh what was it like an experimental corvette? Okay. Or like yeah. <laughs> You just said that. <laughs> no, yeah, um no, that's not. That's a thing from the movie. And like, there's just ridiculous fun stuff like that. Um, <laughs> like the moment when the dude, uh, what was I say? Oh uh, crap! I totally forgot. I'm gonna go now. <laughs> All right, excellent, Pete. Yeah, um, I think the most fun for us was that I think we saw with the New York chapter of the Luis Guzman fan club. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. We Luis Guzman's one of the, the deputy guys, and every time he did anything, our our theater just erupted in laughter. <laughs> and he wasn't even that funny. No. That, no. <laughs> he wasn't, but he was like pretty normal. Oh. And I don't even understand what Johnny Knoxville's character is. No, he's neither just, do like, I. He has guns. Yeah, he's he's just like a guy at a gun museum, like a. Is he? I mean, I assume he's crazy, right? But oh yeah, is he a gun salesman? I don't think so. No. But he like he's crazy, but he also has like a good like I don't know mannerisms or a sense of mind, I guess, in the long run. Yeah, like he has this whole like barn full of guns, like and and says he has the permit for them because he operates a gun museum. But the gun museum is open like um, every second Tuesday of the month for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just his excuse to have all these guns like uh like Bert from uh Tremors or something. Yeah. It was, yeah. Um and uh and Forrest Whitaker uh <laughs> is like a special like FBI agent who's like who's he's serious throughout the movie. Like he's probably the only one. Um <laughs> And it's just kind of funny that, like, he's... Do his scenes ever intersect with anyone else's, or is he just pretty much always somewhere else? Uh, He talks on the phone with Schwarzenegger once or twice, and then they meet at the end. They meet at the end, like, in Con Air, but not... Oh, my God, it is like Con Air. So then he pretty much spent, like, a day on set. Oh, yeah, yeah. I watched Con Air last night. Dude, there are actually a lot of parallels between this and Con Air. Uh, Yeah, I know. (laughs) Oh. Um, which, I mean, like, you can never transport prisoners. That's all I've learned, is that if you arrest someone, just, just keep kill them forever. Just, yeah. Oh, God, yeah, I would never take that job. You I mean, I've it. seen The Fugitive as well, and wrongly accused. <laughs> and Spy Hard, that's just a good movie. <laughs> and also, I rewatched Fast Five, that movie starts with a prison escape. Yeah, it does. Oh. Escape. And Fast Four ends with it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and who knows what Furious Six will have? Oh, I can't wait! Everything. I'm just calling it that. I don't care. Yeah, no. I actually think that's an awesome name, Furious. I think Six. they should call it Furious Six. There, there was a rumor that that will be the name, but I'm just going to keep saying it in hopes that it that's, happens. It's great. Yeah. All right, yeah. All right. So you guys want to rate? <laughs> uh, can I just have ask one question? Yeah, you can ask any questions all... you want. Yeah. Why the fuck did this movie bomb so bad? I don't know. I mean, why did Dread bomb so bad? But Dread wasn't marketed at all. That's true. 
this yeah, like I just don't this think anyone Arnold's cares. Comeback. Like, Red's doing that, really that was well on Blu-ray, Blu-ray, apparently. Yeah, it, awesome. it, it killed on Blu-ray. Nice. But, I think like, that... I don't know. I think that this may be, like... I, I guess... the gun it, stuff? I think yeah, it was... Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I don't know about that. Uh, I just think that maybe it wasn't shown in the previews how dumb this movie is. I think it was. Yeah, I think, I think if you watch it and be like, oh, that movie's going to be really stupid, you don't go. But there's a way to watch a preview and be like, oh, man, that movie's going to be really stupid, and you go. <laughs> yeah. Yes. But that's how I like, felt. And I wish I could draw a comparison between the two types of movie you're talking about right now, but that is 100% a thing. Well, it's yeah. like The Man with the Iron Fist was a movie that like I wanted to see because it looked so dumb. Yes. Yeah, I was, I was let down by that. Yeah, and I was I didn't hate it. it. But, I, but I still, I this was... I, I think that I don't know. I'm gonna say part of this might have to do with Expendables too. Uh, to have I don't okay, maybe people weren't really all that thrilled with Arnold in Expendables too. And then there's like, how can we take this for a full movie? Yeah, and it's yeah. like if 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 you're gonna be back, and I hate to give Stallone a compliment because I hate the man. <laughs> but if, <laughs> why do you why, why do you hate Stallone? Cobra's I just don't like him. I don't like that he makes himself the centerpiece of the Expendables. It's, Cobra is good though. Yeah, it yeah. is. He's made a lot of movies I like, but anyway, Delicious, I don't like him. Man. Um, but I'll, I'll respect Stallone for like keeping his shit together. Like he has stayed in shape. He has worked out. He's like become this old, weird looking sixty some odd year guy. <laughs> oh, he's, but he's so still, he's like, still so cut. Like it's he's crazy. still a rock. Yeah. So like he treats he takes it seriously. Maybe like that's where Schwarzenegger's kind of losing it a little bit as yeah. the man used to house, and now he's just like big but flabby. You think, you think the girly divorce. man, if you will? <laughs> um, and then, I don't know. Maybe like with your comeback film, like to like the big action like scene, uh, Jason Statham is a better sidekick than Johnny Knoxville and Luis Guzman. Right. Yeah. All right, you guys um, can wait. Back. <laughs> All right, take I it back. I love Wesley this movie. <laughs> guys, I can't wait for Wesley Snipes to get out of jail. I just want to say that. I know. So cool. <laughs> I'm passenger fifty eight. Ooh. <laughs> I'm there. Opening day. <laughs> All right. Passing Demolition Man eight, 2. Passing 57 Part 2. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Pete, what'd you think? Oh, uh, wait, wait. We're writing it? <laughs> yep. And someone proxy my rating. Okay. All right. You I'm going to give it... Um... Russ gave it five. Oh, wow. <laughs> really? Weird. No. Yeah, Russ, you loved it. You just wouldn't <laughs> shut up about it. Yeah, Scott, Russ. It's just a little bit too much love. <laughs> yeah. Um... No, I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to give it three and a half not-so-important backstories <laughs> because they kind of set up for, like, two seconds that maybe Arnold has this, like, huge, important backstory. But it turns out to be just so unimportant. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, oh, no, he was just, like, he wasn't the best cop. He was just, like, a pretty good cop in L.A. He saw <laughs> some shit, and he was like, I'm moving. I'm not doing this. There wasn't, like, oh, man, this guy used to be, like, Special forces. If anyone could do it, it's him. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't have that. Yeah, yeah, that moment doesn't happen. They kind of set it up like it's going to. Yeah. So I enjoyed that. Um, but yeah, it's, it's dumb fun. I could could have done without Johnny Knoxville just because there's hardly any of them in the movie. Um, but yeah. Well, uh, don't go see it. Like... <laughs> Ringing endorsement. Ringing endorsement. <clears throat> DVD box. I mean, uh-huh. Alex will explain the optimal time to watch it. Like, you should. It's, like, stupid yeah. fun. 
but definitely not the theater. Unless, like, you're really bored during the week and you want to make sure you're the only one in the theater. Because, <laughs> I don't know, maybe you want to do something when you're there. Nice. All right. <laughs> Wait, what? Weird. Wait, what? So yeah. Wait, hold on. <laughs> Wait, Pete, that got super weird. What else did you do in a movie to. theater? No, maybe, maybe you know, you know, you just want to be alone in a very large, empty space while Arnold's up on screen. You don't want anyone else watching. I, so, Alex, what'd you think? <laughs> you know, um, <laughs> I'm actually gonna, I'm actually gonna echo Pete. Um, I'm gonna give this. Uh, I was between three and three and a half, uh, but I'm gonna give it uh, three and a half. Um, uh, friends choosing who uh, they leave behind in a gunfight. <laughs> <laughs> because there'd be times when there'd be big gunfights when people would be like, we can't leave them. And other times when like Luis Guzman was like injured out in the middle of the battlefield, they'd just leave them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was kind of... That was uh, very, awesome. very uneven friends. Um, no, but uh, I actually... I think this is a great movie to watch. Um, having a few beers and just like laughing and just pointing out everything ridiculous that's happening like with your friends i would say you know what if you can sneak in a few beers to the movie theater yeah, do it it's a good time. that's all uh, i was talking about guys no. what i sure Pete? it sounds like you're talking about something else no just cracking it open and grabbing hold and <laughs> drinking a beer i i don't think right. that's okay. uh but no it's a it's actually this movie's really a lot of fun and it is like it does kind of remind me of movies like con air and like that really 90s style action movie where like like forrest whitaker is taking this movie so seriously and um arnold is like yeah he makes a couple like oh i'm old jokes but that's not like the focus of him or anything like that he's just kind of there and just killing dudes again and it's kind of fun to see that uh the girl that plays sif uh kind of really can act <laughs> um but it doesn't really matter because all you do is shoot people in this movie and that's fun yeah and i had fun with it nice darn tootin <laughs> but it's still not good <laughs> <laughs> like it's a good you know what i mean like it's a good movie. uh takes your your review better end with Oh, it's a piece of shit. <laughs> oh my god. Um, okay, so hard to follow that up, uh, but I'm going to give it three and a half telephone pole goofs. Uh, <laughs> I thought that the movie was just a lot of fun uh, in the way that all <clears throat> the old 90s action movies uh, were a lot of fun. It's, it feels like an Arnold movie that would be made, you know, right now, like an old Arnold, you know, making an action movie. This is exactly what I would expect of it. Uh, yeah. nothing more, nothing else. It is not a very good movie. Like, uh, <laughs> I do not know how well this will hold up on repeated watchings, but I'll give it a shot. But yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun and you know, why not? <laughs> yeah. Why the they, fuck they, not? Exactly. <laughs> and I think that like, if you have at any point, like if you did enjoy the expendables too, I think there's like, you know, keep riding that train. Just keep riding that train of just dumb movies where people get hurt. This is is this dumber than Expendables Two? No, no, it's not. No, okay. but, I think Expendables Two is infinitely dumber, but in the best way. But in absolutely right. the best way. Right. Uh, so now to uh, kind of do something a little bit different for a change, we're going to talk about something big that's happened in the news recently. J.J. Uh, Abrams. Uh, 
who has recently directed Star Lens Trek. Flare. Lens Flare. Yeah, and is directing the next Star Trek movie, uh, will now be directing Star Wars Episode Seven. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Uh, kind of interesting. Yeah, what do you... Well, Pete, what do you think about that? Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, see, for me, I just don't think the same person should be doing both. I think that's ridiculous. Okay. Uh, what I was talking about before with Alex, and, you know, he kind of made a good point. I'll, I'll just kind of go with it some more, is that they're really... Like, granted, anyone they're going to pick, people are going to be pissed that it's happening, that someone's yeah. doing it. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Everyone's going to have a problem with who's doing it. But I think this is a safe choice that no one will really complain too much until we start seeing previews for it. Yeah. I think, um, like, for me, I still don't think it should happen at all. I don't need another one. Another Star but Wars? I th- yeah, I don't, I don't know. Star Wars. I'm sorry. I just think, like, there, there's, like, I think he works for Star Star Trek, it's a polished, like, virtual, kind of, not utopian, but has that kind of utopian image to it. And I think he can pull off those visuals really well. I think Star Wars is, like, a far more colorful, uh, even joyful, like, world. It's more like a fairy tale than it is science fiction. Oh, yeah. Yeah, It's definitely more fantasy. And I I just don't see... I think he'll be... Don't get me wrong. I think he'll do a a good enough job, but... I feel like if you're gonna do this, why don't you just f- swing for the fences instead of just like getting on base with a movie no one's gonna cool. hate? Like it's gonna be cool. good, but like if you're gonna fucking do this, go big or go home. I, know, I, I agree with that, and I think that you know they did definitely pick someone safe, and I think that um, I think looking at something like Super Eight, I think he can do things that are a little bit more toned down. That's true. Um, but at the same time, I think that they are—they want someone that can kind of split the difference between the two trilogies. Yeah, uh, and I feel like that's what they're going to go for because they do have two different sections of Star Wars fans now. They've got the yeah. people that grew up with one set and the people that and grew up with the other. Idiots. Yeah, I was gonna—I agree completely with Russ. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, fucking idiots or not, those are like—you know—they're probably younger. They're probably going to want something that's—I don't know to what they got. Closer to what they know, and I think and that they're the demographic that goes and sees and spends their stupid money and buys some merchandise. Like I don't exactly. think it, so. I get it. It's just like I don't know. It's like when when Disney bought Marvel and then just hired all these like really interesting people to do their stuff that like really fit. I thought like, oh well, maybe that'll happen with Star Wars, and I'm not taking anything away. from from J.J. Abrams because he's made a lot of things I enjoy. I just really, Star Wars to me doesn't seem like it. And also just come on, we there's not enough directors out there that you have to have like the same fucking guy doing both. No, I agree with I think it's kind of, dis- it's more disappointing from the sense that like we don't get to see anyone new and creative doing it. Yeah. I think that's the more disappointing part. I think that he's going to do it fine. Like, I, I think that it's more going to be up to the script and how heavy they lean on CG. Um, I think is going to kind of maybe change the tone of it. I just hope that it's, again, it's something that's a little bit more closer to the older stuff that just has that more of that feel uh, than, you know, kind of just the 
just completely nothing but computer generated look of the last couple last few. Yeah. Which I I don't know. I, I think that it's I don't know, Pete, you seem pretty you seem pretty mad. I mean, why do you think that someone shouldn't do shouldn't do both? Just curious. Well I think I think it's a good idea of well, first of all, they're two extremely different franchises. And yes. and they're they're set well, like they're lumped together because they're both sci-fi, have the word star in them, and are extremely important for science fiction as a whole. But I don't think that you could find really two franchises that are really at their core dip more different. Thematically. But then yep. but then on on that same on that same token then like I is it fair to judge JJ Abrams from Star Trek based on that? Like wouldn't in that case you'd be doing something? I, I, I see I see kind of what you're saying, Alex, and I don't disagree with that. But it's just like yeah, ultimately, yeah. there's so many people out there that like oh, no, could have that could have done it, and we wouldn't know what it's going to be already. You know, like we could have had that like excitement about it. Like with the J.J. Abrams movie, I already know I'm gonna like it, but I know what I'm gonna get. Yeah, I, I the think most. that's the most that's the most disappointing thing at the core. Of this is that it's kind of that it is so safe. Um, yeah. Because I mean, like when they were talking about the guy that did like Safety Not Guaranteed. I thought that was like really interesting and really cool, and like, okay, maybe we're gonna see really pared down Star Wars. Yep. Yeah, because like, it's like I, when you I, have I people like to, him and Joe Cornish out there, it's, or Cornish, like, there's just yeah. so many. Yeah, like, I don't want it to be as big and crazy as Star Trek is. Yeah. I, and I don't want I, it to be as big as the last trilogy was. Like those movies were too fucking big. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I, I think I think my also my fear is that it's gonna get twilighted a bit. No, that like you're going to see people like them, like just cast young and sexy people. Yeah, and that like that's gonna kind of focus of it. <laughs> yeah, like like that. <laughs> um, no, I I don't know. I think it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. Do you think that he's actually gonna stay on for the whole trilogy? I hope not. I'm already hoping not. Because I think it'd be more interesting if they had people switch out. Yeah, I, I would like to see that. I mean, because I mean, if, if Star Wars just becomes something that every director kind of passes on and gets to bring a new interpretation and build on something else, I think that's that's potentially cool. And I think I don't know, like we already have been adding on to the you know the Star Wars mythos for so long with the expanded universe, and I did love all that stuff, and it's kind of dead now. But I don't think there's anything wrong with there being a new one. No, no, I'm excited. I'm fine with that. But yeah. I would just like to see not what we already saw. Yeah. I mean... Like, I, I, sh- like tell a smaller story. Yeah, but I mean, the thing... I but, mean, but, the, the thing yeah. was is that who gave a shit about the first three? Like, we knew what was going to happen. And then we got to see it. Like, who fucking cares? Like, all I've really ever wanted to see since, like, seeing the, the original Star Wars as a kid is the next part of the story. Like, yep. and So this, yeah. this is finally something interesting to see and like besides like reading the expanded fiction and stuff like that like this is just a more interesting concept to me than the first three movies just immediately i I agree agree. because i have no idea like what what's going to get left by the wayside what they'll incorporate where it'll go if they go a whole different way like there's so much more room for growth yeah yeah i don't know i mean i again i i understood you know just kind of Hearing from Pete this weekend, I could just I could hear the kind of just the disappointment, um, and I understand that. Uh, I just think that you know, it's kind of going to be what it is, and I think that 
it's at least he's going to be taking his time with it, and it's pretty much already yeah. guaranteed it's not going to be happening in 2015. Yeah. Thank God. So, so I'm I'm pretty glad that we're at the very least not going to see rushed and Bob J. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, yeah. Um, I mean, more more interesting. I mean, do you think that that the people that do who puts out Star Trek? Uh, Paramount, Columbia, Paramount, Col- Paramount, Paramount, and they are pissed. <laughs> yeah, I mean, do you think that they're ever they're gonna pull like a like what they did to like Brian Singer and like Superman with with Star Trek? Yes, because they just they just fucking lost all their shit to Mar like they just lost all their Marvel stuff to Disney. Not even what three years ago. Yeah, and now they're gonna lose JJ to the Star Wars movies to Disney again. So yeah, I think they're gonna be pretty pissed. You think that like. Star Trek Three, they take it out on him, like kill off all his characters, and like. Well, I think they. I, I, I don't think he'll be back for it. No, he's he's not. Like they were when they put out that press release that was like he'll at least produce. Yeah. Huh? Huh? It just yeah. seemed a little desperate. It seemed like damage control. Well, I don't think JJ wanted to do more than two Star Treks anyway. No. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. but, but yeah, that's. Um. So. Just because I, I, I found myself looking at some other news. Uh, something that broke a little while ago that I kind of want to get... Well, a- everyone's opinion on it. See what uh, Tiggs thinks as well. But Duncan Jones... Yes. Director of Moon, oh, War- War- yeah. Moon and Source Code apparently is right. being tapped to do Warcraft. Yeah. Now, I'm not Warcraft. a nerd, so I don't give a shit. <clears throat> I think this is a strange choice, even a stranger choice, because Duncan Jones has done really his own original stuff, especially Moon, which I think is fantastic. I, lo- I love Moon. I didn't mind Source Code. I thought it was okay. Uh, I wasn't crazy about it. I think it was like, like an interesting idea, once again. Like, I like what you're trying to do, something different, something new. But overall, I, didn't think it, I, I don't think it reached the heights of Moon. Yeah, and Moon is a very, it's a very small movie. Like, I, yep. that's what kind of makes me worried about him doing... Um, World of Warcraft, and I think it's written by God. It's the screenwriter that did. Um, I can't remember, but it was like Blood Diamond and and K-Pax. And K-Pax. Um, so really, really strange. Uh, but I don't know. Like I, I'm wondering, just like kind of how how they're gonna do this movie in general. Like it's just gonna be all, you know. I have no idea. Kind of CG, yeah. Like it, it just—it seems like this has been something that's been doomed for a long time. Yeah, uh, this sounds like it might go direct to DVD. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I mean, uh, I think it's weird to to kind of do. Th- I mean, like well, at its core, the the story is probably going to end up being just like something that they want to they want to tell a story in Middle Earth, but they don't have that license, so they have to do something else. So they're using this. <laughs> Warcraft license. <laughs> like, yeah, that's yeah. what I'm assuming is going on. Like, so it's, uh, uh, who even knows if, I mean, I, like, who cares about the, the lore of Warcraft? <laughs> uh, and is it, is it World of Warcraft? Like, or, or is it like the Warcraft 3 story? Like, what's going, is it, I mean, because they, they do have actually some pretty good stories, like the, those original Warcraft games, but I'm not going to get into that. <laughs> and I don't know. It, yeah, it just seems like they want to do something in Middle Earth, but they don't have a Middle Earth license. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. I, I mean, I really, I love Moon, but 
that's a that's a completely opposite of what this movie would ever be, unless it's just one orc. <laughs> I mean, which I would love. And then he's got uh, a sidekick played by Kevin Spacey. It's, it's just yeah, it's just that, and it's him like in a dungeon. He just can't find his way out. He's just like, God damn it! Like, do you do you have the teleport stone? No, I just use it. We have to wait another hour, and it's just gonna that be, that'll be the movie. I got all of those references. <laughs> Um, no, I I think it's kind of a shame that he's not doing something um, original. But at the same yeah. time, I understand he needs to probably get some mainstream success soon. It's nice, yeah, that's uh, true. yeah. Because he's kind of done some movies that haven't been big, uh, and I guess you can only go so far. And like, yo, my dad's David Bowie. <laughs> <laughs> that's a very good point. That's a very good point. <laughs> yeah. It, um. So there's that. I mean, I wouldn't mind seeing a Warcraft movie, but... <laughs> no, I mean, I just, I, you know, it's, it's one of those things is like, well, maybe I would rather Duncan Jones spend his time just, like, writing and producing his own fantasy film. He doesn't yeah, have that to would do be cool. That, yeah, I, I 100% agree with you on that. And maybe, I don't know, maybe this will, if this actually does well and, like, shows well, he could get funding for something that would be actually his yeah. own. That would be cool. Exactly. And, and who's to say that he's not just going to... You take license and do something effing crazy with it. Yeah, because it's yeah, Warcraft. Be awesome. and <laughs> now, if it was Warhammer, I would yeah, have a much deeper opinion. Okay, let's just be. Oh yeah, <laughs> you gotta, no. How are they going to treat the space? Oh, you just it's, you just it's don't even mess. get into it. The dark. No, I don't even want to get into it. But what I do want to get into or talk about is a uh, Gangster Squad. Uh, wait, the, we're not. Wait, wait, we're, we're not, not going to talk about um, Will Smith's produced any remake with Jay Z. No, we're not. Willow. <laughs> It's bad enough we have to talk about Gangster Squad. <laughs> I think okay, Russ fine. said it very well right there. Can we get a uh, Russ down? There you can. <laughs> Gangster Squad, directed by Rupert Fleischer. Los Angeles, 1949. A secret crew of police officers led by two determined sergeants work together in an effort to take down the ruthless mob king, Mickey Cohen, who runs the city. It's a bad movie. It's a really bad movie. I was begging for a bullet the entire time <laughs> I was watching it. <laughs> so, yeah. It's, um, I don't even want to talk about it a lot. It's just stupid. I, dude, no, no. Let's just, like, first say, like, on paper, let's talk about this movie first. Oh, so okay. it's, this movie's awesome. No. Yeah. Yes. What? No. <laughs> what? What do you mean? It's a film noir. Even, great. even in trailer, it's not terrible. Yes, it is. It, Are you so shitting me? Trail. Did you see the same trailer as I did? <laughs> I said not terrible. Ryan Gosling, like we do. <laughs> Obviously not. Yeah. I like the guy. I like. Yeah. I don't even know. So, I think we no one, don't even know where to start here, with this. Clearly. Can I, I just yeah. say here's one problem with the movie: not one character is in the same movie. As the other character, that's very true. No. I don't think Ryan Gosling knew there was a movie happening. Like, <laughs> he, the he, first forty minutes, what is he doing? He's just kind of he's literally around where, where everything is happening. He just isn't. He's just like, oh, I'm going out with this girl. Has nothing to do with anything. No, yeah, I'm like going to have a drink, and like, oh, and then I, I got this buddy of mine. Like, yeah, it, it is so fucking retarded. I think his character might be the worst part of the movie because he just like that he's on it's it's Ryan Gosling so they have to show him. 
but he literally has almost nothing to do with the story. No, like it's supposed to be Josh Brolin's movie for a long time, and it's they just like everything is so hammy that it's not it's not even fun. Like I like there's even like I said like there's a shoeshine boy who's got like information and stuff like that. But it's like it's done so terribly. Maybe that it's genius. Maybe that this is like supposed to be no. like you're watching like some sort of nineteen forties or something like like noir. Maybe we'll be taking we'll have there'll be like classes taught on gangster squad. No, in no. 20... Sh- Shutter Island is genius in the sense that it's so cheesy and obvious and hammy that I think it's a brilliant movie. This is, this is not dumb as shit. This is not that. <laughs> this is not that. What did you think of? What did you think of Sean Penn as anyone from Tracy? <laughs> I... <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, Sean Penn. That, that given... beats what I was gonna say. So... <laughs> they call me Grunkface. I honestly believe that Sean Penn like went back to his room or trailer every night, and he was just like, "This is my departed." And like he's just this is his jacket. I think he went here's... back to his room and cut himself. <laughs> what, what, what's so, so funny bad. is like not even two months ago, he goes in an interview and like shits on every other direct every other actor in Hollywood saying all they make is monkey fuck rat movies. I don't know what monkey fuck rat means, but that's what he said. And I'm like, You just made this. You can't say, you can't say shit. Anything. Yeah, but because he was, you made a monkey fuck rat movie. As you say, like he, it really felt like he thought he was in a totally different film, and even his character was in a different film. It was in a yes. better acted. I, I have a feeling they didn't they didn't um they didn't feed Sean Penn uh, the entire Probably time. Not. That's why he had to eat the scenery. No. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever he was there. Wow, that was good. That Should was be so- on Hollywood. <laughs> Thank you. I am exactly just uh, just check it out. Uh, no, it, it's um he's overacting like really life depends on it. I'm on the message boards right now for IMDb, and the third one down is just purposely shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, maybe right? I yeah, no, no, and like I like I really like Zombieland a lot. And um, this is yeah. one of the directors. And, like, the thing is, he tries directing this, like, really stylishly, almost kind of like, like, zombie. Like, there's a lot of, like, I feel like he tries to add, like, a lot of, like, flair to, like, things. And, like, wasn't there, like, a lot of, like, weird slowdowns and, like, close-ups and stuff? Um, yeah. And, like, the, and when you see like an asshole. Shot, and when you see that this was shot, like, so digitally, like, <laughs> Period films don't hold up like that. Um, no. like when Michael Mann directed Public Emmys, that movie looked like horse shit. Yeah, it did. Like I don't know, it, it just doesn't just doesn't work with certain movies. God, no. I'm just in the message words now, though. So you guys keep talking. Yeah. I'm just. Reading. I don't even. Is there anything? Oh. No, like. <laughs> Dude, can we say? Like... All right, what's a good thing we can say, Alex? One good thing. Oh, oh God! Um, was it? I don't remember it being super uh, Rob, long. No, it was like two hours almost, wasn't it? I don't know. Oh, uh, Robert! Think, it was good to see Robert Patrick get a paycheck. Yeah, and like kind of have fun, but also be in a different movie than everyone else. Yeah, again, yeah. also in a different movie. Uh, yeah, you're right. Every person was in another movie. Like uh, James Brolin and Anthony Mackie are in a movie yeah. together. 
And I, then Ryan Gosling is in his own movie. And then, like, Mickey yeah. or Sean Penn and Robert Patrick are probably in the same movie. I don't think so. And I, I don't, don't know where Michael like Pena Pokemon. or Giovanni Ribisi land. Or Emma Stone. <laughs> what was the movie that Giovanni Ribisi was in recently where it was, like, really creepy? Ted. Ted, that's right. And Giovanni <laughs> Ribisi is in Ted. <laughs> <laughs> Because that's what I was about to say, because he was his character exactly from that, in this, but you're supposed to like That him. was my exact thought as I was watching the movie, oh, and then, I, te- and then I, I had to like go on DB and figure out what he was last in, and then I said, oh, Ted. I like and yeah. continue to play on my phone. It's so obnoxious, because Giovanni Ribisi's character has one of those scenes that's like, okay, everybody, I'm going to be dying um, soon, so here's the scene in which you care about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like, I... I'm the moral foil for five minutes. All of a sudden, like it, they did the same thing in the Walking Dead show. Uh, um, spoilers. <laughs> uh, with, with, with. You can't Dale. do it. No, I can do it. Oh. And it was really there too. I said spoilers. That's true. That's true. <laughs> oh man, um, do yeah, you guys want to? Movie's bad. Do you guys want to rate yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah, right. it's fine. Russ, what do you think? I'm going to give this movie... Uh, I'm going to give it two stupid boxing matches at the end of the movie. Because <laughs> uh, I completely forgot Like that's how it all ends. Anyway, um, I don't think I've ever been the asshole on his phone during a movie more than this. <laughs> I just didn't care. I was like, this needs to be over so that I can go home and get ready to go to New Orleans because this sucks. It was just not good at all. Um, Ryan Gosling, I don't know if he, I don't know what the fuck they gave him. It was a sedative. (laughs) So that he wouldn't be in the movie. I I think that it just kind of shows that like the Ryan Gosling charm or style of acting that's just like maybe say one word every 30 seconds or so doesn't work for everything yeah and also like give give a brother a script yeah like, uh it's just bad and i feel bad because like josh brolin deserves i think to like have his like moment in the sun and, like be in a movie be in a big movie and be the guy that holds it together but th- this was just a complete piece of shit with a lot of people I like in it and yeah. I forget that gravelly ass gonna die soon Nick Nolte was in this oh, yeah. so that was something but this movie's bad I wouldn't see it god he was in Parker too Nick really uh, yeah at the end I, you'll give us 30 seconds on Parker do you want 30 seconds on everything I've seen <laughs> yeah Tiggs went nuts when he was sick yeah, yeah. alright so yeah I'm giving it two boxing matches fuck it don't see it Nice. Uh, Alex, what do you think? God, I mean, how bad is really bad? It's the the thing. I mean, there is so much worse stuff than this. Yep. But at the same time, it's also like there's no reason this was this bad. Uh, But, yeah, I'm giving this one and a half. Ooh. um, Emma Stone etiquette lessons. Oh, jeez. Because that's, that's what she was supposedly giving 
Mickey Cohen. Even though oh, we yeah, never saw right. one single etiquette lesson. No, oh, the she, fork. She corrected him about the fork. Yeah, oh, that's right. Oh, you're right. But then he didn't care about it. So <laughs> yeah, he goes, "Oh, I like having one fork." Hey. Um, no, this movie is you, you shouldn't watch. You shouldn't watch this movie. Um, especially it's like like being. A, I'm a huge fan of like Ellie Confidential and like recent, you know, film noirs and things like that. And like, I really love for there to be a new one. That's good, and I was hopeful for that uh, from the previews, even though the previews weren't very good. Um, yeah, I. Uh, yeah, I, I, I words can't even <laughs> can't even go to how just kind of annoyed you are watching this movie. Uh, Pete occasionally turned to me and said things. That's I laughed a couple times. I was wondering what was so fucking funny. That, yeah, so I so <laughs> I I was occasionally I occasionally got a chuckle out of it. So I guess that's good. Um, but so yeah, the best time to watch this is maybe maybe if you're you're on your deathbed and you want to feel better that someone has it worse than you uh you should watch this movie <laughs> wow and that's your that's your one and a half star <laughs> yeah i i know it seems pretty it seems like he got off light <laughs> i just can't wait for alex's one star review when it's him just screaming oh that's gonna be great uh pete what do you think i'm i'm, I'm only gonna give it one it doesn't even deserve for me to think of something clever's. Is that all? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It, it, this movie had like nothing going for it, and like yes, eight people in eight different movies, and Robert Pat Robert Patrick doing who knows what the fuck he was supposed to be. Doing. I don't know. It was ridiculous, I don't know. and it was the weird thing is because it's like I wish this movie could become some like huge film and like the gay community, <laughs> but it was just it was like the yeah. gay movie you've ever seen or the because like thing like the Expendables can be like the gayest straight movie this was the straightest gay movie ever made if if all those dudes just banged at the end <laughs> I would have felt justified oh, would've made, it would have made sense for, for a few of them yeah oh Michael Pena and, and, and Robert Patrick they were in so love. love and I wish they just said it I know Pig. <laughs> Uh, I am also going to echo Peter and give this one, uh, oh God, what was it? Uh, dead shoeshine kids. Was that, is that yep. what, is that's what turned Ryan Gosling against the mob? Who's when the shoeshine kid gets shot down in the street. He's such a rogue. He needs the thing I was, that brings him in. I literally, I, I was, when that kid like went down, I was just like, oh man, we're about to break out into some lame Miz. And then it didn't happen. And that was so much more disappointing. Uh, but this movie was terrible. Um, I, yeah, I don't, don't, no, just don't. That's all. That's all I've got to say. Just nothing redeeming. And it's going to make one of our top 10 lists. I'm predicting that. <laughs> I hope we have to remind ourselves to remember this movie in next December. Just, uh, just give it another shot and Good see point. what happens. Good point. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just remember it. That's all. Uh, let's do some housekeeping. <laughs> all right, yeah, you can find. 
You can find us on the web at moviemoviepodcast.com. You can find us on Twitter at moviemoviepc. You can email us your questions, comments, complaints, or fake movie Fridays to moviemoviepodcast at gmail.com. And we are the Priest and the Beekeeper, an improv troupe who has a show the third Thursday of every month at the Creek in the Cave in Long Island City at 8 p.m. It's a show called Pigpile. We host it with our good friend stand-up, Zach Broussard's Variety Show. It's this, uh, this month. It's February 21st. Uh, so come on out. Uh, it's going to be a good time. Yeah, thank you guys for being here with me, and uh, thank you all for listening. We'll see you next week. Thank you, Tiggs. Thank you, Tiggs.